One of the Fab Five had a birthday this week. Minivans are coming back. So are Victoria and Albert. Then let's talk pet peeves at Disney World on episode 94 of the Mickey File Podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Mickey File Podcast. I'm Scott. And with me, as always, my lovely wife and co-host, Karen. Hello, everybody. And uh, there's a little bit of news. Thank God we're recording a little late because some more things came out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All the news right now is like Disneyland. It is. Right. Like, they're yeah. back to only caring about Disneyland again. I know. And then we'll, uh, after we do the news, we'll talk about some of our pet peeves because yes. we've been a lot recently and some of the things peeve us off. <laughs> they do. <laughs> well, because it's like, really? You know, just every, it's not that it spoils the magic. It just doesn't make it so, as magical as it is. I would like for it to be. So, you know, what's funny is. I wanted to make a that we weren't nitpicking and be like, you know, just like a refresher, like, oh yeah, that, you know, right. Some of the same things that we came up with, people have been complaining about since at least 2010. Yeah, probably since like AOL message boards. <laughs> I swear, that's old. <laughs> yeah, right. You're showing your age, so, babe. <laughs> I could have said CompuServe message boards <laughs> and IRC chat. Oh, I've never even heard. IRC? What's IRC? Uh, Internet relay chat. Oh. Um, basically, the only thing it's used for now is sharing pirated movies and oh, albums. Okay. So. Gotcha. Because <laughs> it's super hard to use, and so they feel like they're hidden from, you know, oh, gotcha. the piracy people. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're being sneaky, in other words, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Using 35-year-old technology to <laughs> share files. Okay. So, and there's your digression for this week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We generally so, go anyway. down some sort, of la- some sort of lane there, right? <laughs> yeah. And there's the one for this week, right? In the first two minutes. I know. Bam. There you go. Tell us the news. All right. Minivans are returning to Walt Disney World on June 29th. Yay. I'm very excited. Yeah, but they've about already, that. I mean, technically, they've already returned. Technically. Like Tony saw them on the app last weekend. And then I saw on the internet, there was like a soft reopening. So it's kind of random as to whether it shows up. But if you go on the Lyft app, apparently last weekend, minivans may show up. Oh, well, maybe they were doing some, like you said, some testing, which is yeah. fine. And I don't know. I don't know if it was. I don't really know if there was a price increase. I don't think there was. I mean, other than just the price increase in the last two years on Lyft and Uber. Right. But three years almost. 
but like the ones she showed were like 45 bucks a ride. So about, I don't know, two and a half, three times what a Lyft or an Uber would cost you on property. Yeah. No, granted, you're paying for the experience, the driver, you know, so it's not a fair comparison. Right. Right. It's not at all. And I also don't know yet, like in the old days, the minivan would, if you were going to Magic Kingdom, it dropped you off, not at TTC, like Uber and Lyft. It dropped you Mm -hmm. off where the buses park. Yes. And if you were going to, let's say, for example, the one place we ever took a minivan. (laughs) And they were fixed rate then too. Yeah. Um, Right, right, right. It was Twenty or twenty-five bucks, but yeah, if you were going to Hoopty Doo, they could drive you all the way back to Pioneer Hall, which officially Uber and Lyft could not do. But the next year, we took, I believe, a Lyft. We pulled up to the front gate at Fort Wilderness. The guy goes, "They're going to Pioneer Hall," and they waved us through. Right. So I don't know. He drove us back and left us off right in front of it. Yeah. So I just, just for reference, I just went on the Lyft app. And that's not there. Yeah, it may have been just last weekend, but right. it definitely was available last Friday, Saturday, Sunday, right. whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and I had seen online that it was kind of random. You pull it up, it may or may not show up. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. to be honest with you, on a Tuesday at nine o'clock, probably not showing up. No. Probably. So, yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah, the vehicles are gonna, right, and the vehicles are equipped with up to two car seats, and accessible options are available. Guests should refer to the Lyft smartphone app for complete details or how to request a vehicle. And currently, at this time, the minivans will not be providing any service to Orlando International Airport. So, well, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, if it's 45 bucks to get from one part of property to another, I can't imagine what it would be to get to the airport. Yeah. I I can't either. You know. Plus, it ties up a minivan that they could be using on property for a long time. Right. To get you there and back. So I don't blame them for not doing right. it currently. However, at some point, they'll decide, hey, the money's worth it. Right. Yeah. But we'll just wait and see. Right. There is a special ticket offer for Florida residents, annual pass holders, and DVC members for Drawn to Life presented by Cirque Cirque du Soleil. The offer is only valid for performances from June 10th to October 1st, and it is subject to blackout dates from July 1st through the 5th, and basically... Fourth of July and Labor Day. So yeah, and September tenth for whatever reason. Yeah, I don't know why September tenth, but but the tickets that has two specific ticket options for those, but they're actually good seats. So it's something to take advantage of if you're wanting to see it. it from what I've seen, the little bits of it, it looks like an amazing show. Uh, yeah, what I hear, and all the mm-hmm. Cirque du Soleil shows are pretty amazing. Yeah. 
It's going to be and tough to beat the one I saw in Vegas, but that was because of the stage. Yeah. So, Ka. Victor, is that is that the one you saw was Ka? Was the stage? Yeah. Okay, because yeah, I thought you said the fully articulated stage. Yeah. Yes. Because I know, like, you showed me it, it was like a 10 minutes of it, and I was just in awe of that. Yeah, I got to be honest with you. It was an amazing show. The stage was the star of the show, but yeah. <laughs> but it was super cool. I mean, the thing went from pretending to be a boat to pretending to be a mountain, and, you know. Yeah. So it was. It was perpendicular or parallel to the stage or, you know, to the audience and mm-hmm. moving around like a boat. And then later in the show, it was straight up with two people climbing up to the top of it, fighting each other. And, yeah, Like they're climbing so cool. up a mountain, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Very cool. really cool. Victoria and Alberts at... Disney's Grand Floridian Resort is preparing to reopen on July 28th and reservations open on June 20th. Yes, so next Monday. Yes. This coming Monday. This coming Monday, you can go online to make reservations for Victoria and Albert's. Victorian Alberts is a recipient of the AAA Five Diamond Award since 2000 and Forbes Travel Guide Five Star Award since 2018. It's known for its, they call it unmatched dining experience with exquisite dishes made from ingredients from across the globe. Um, The restaurant is the only one in Florida to hold the honor of having both the AAA Five Diamond and the Forbes Travel Guide Five Star Awards, and it joins only 26 others in the nation with the same unique distinction. So, so Michelin, yeah, Michelin finally expanded to Florida and just reviewed restaurants in Orlando, Tampa, Miami, I think Jacksonville, but I may be Mm -hmm. wrong. And they gave stars. I don't remember the exact details. They gave stars to two places in Miami, one in Orlando, uh, not Victorian Alberts because it isn't open, I guess. Yeah. So they missed out on that, but I assume one day it'll get Michelin stars too. Yeah, I assume so. Yeah. Anyway, useless fact there. It just happened to be that it hit the news this weekend that Michelin oh. is in Florida now. Oh, cool. Yeah. So one of the Fab Five, Mr. Donald Duck, celebrated his 88th birthday on June 9th. Yeah. So Mickey was 28, right? Yes, 1928. Yeah. I can't even do the math on that. So he was 94 years ago. So Donald Duck mm-hmm. didn't come out till 1934, apparently. Yeah. Yes, 1934, right. You know, at one point, Donald Duck was more popular than Mickey. Really? And Bugs Bunny. 
Yeah, back like in the World War Two days, he was like the most popular animated figure. Hmm. Yeah, that's in interesting. The yeah, that's ahead of Mickey, ahead of Bugs Bunny. Wow, because he's got attitude. He does. He's kind of a jerk most of the time, at least to <laughs> Mickey. <laughs> yeah. It still really bothers me that Huey, Dewey, Louie, Scrooge, Daisy all speak perfect English. And he can't. And he, you know, does the quack, quack, quack thing. I don't understand <laughs> the point of that. I don't know if it's realism because Mickey is a mouse and speaks perfect English. So is Minnie. Yeah. So is Goofy the dog. Yeah. Pluto doesn't talk at all, which is weird. Because he's also a dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but I was just excited that Donald he Duck. had. Yes, that's your Donald Duck. Ran. I was just excited he had a birthday. It's very cool. Yeah, it's very cool. And like, mm -hmm. just all of a sudden on June 9th, they went, happy birthday, Donald. Like there was no lead up to it. No special yeah, I know. Anything. I mean, I know it's 88, whatever. I know. So maybe for a big, maybe for 90, yeah, they'll have a big years. one for him. Right. But every year they always make a big deal of Mickey's birthday. No, I mean, you know, he did kind of start the company. Yeah, I know, but still. He is one of the Fab Five, Donald is. Yes. You'd think in the Fab Five, they should always make a big deal. You would think so. Yeah. Halloween time is returning to Disneyland Resort. It will begin September 2nd through October 31st. The Oogie Boogie Bash, a Disney Halloween party, is going to be a separate ticket event at Disney's California Adventure Park on 23 select nights starting on September 6th through October 31st. On June 28th, a limited number of Oogie Boogie Bash tickets go on pre-sale for Magic Key holders and members of D23. Hmm. Yeah, tickets oh, to the event. For their own exclusive one-night special event on Saturday, September 10th. Yes. That's pretty cool, and I wish they would do that in Florida. Yes, I do too. Because I don't know why it's only a D big D D23 is a big deal out there. And Magic Key holders. And your yes. pass holders. Right. Give them a special night, which would be really nice to have here. Right. So tickets to the events, except on the D23 special special night, will go on sale to the general public beginning on June 30th. And if you're going to be out there, you go to Disneyland.com backslash Oogie Boogie Bash. Cool. Yeah. The Plaza de la Familia at... Disney's California Adventure Park will return September 2nd through November 2nd, 2022, obviously, to celebrate the spirit of Dia de los Muertos with live entertainment, delightful foods, hands-on crafts, and interactive experiences. And they also have Pluto's Pumpkin Pursuit, 
a delightful family-friendly pumpkin hunt returning to downtown Disney from September 9th to October 31st. So that sounds like the scavenger hunt they do at Epcot for every single festival. Yeah. But, but looking for Pluto's pumpkins. Yeah, but that still sounds like fun. Oh, it does. I mean, those are super cool. Yeah. And at downtown Disney. Yeah. So now they have them, you know, kind of spread out, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm glad that Halloween's coming back out there, too. Mm hmm. And join Disney Parks blog on June 29th at 11 a.m. Eastern for an incredible debut and christening of Disney's newest ship, The Wish, The Disney Wish. They're christening it, which is very cool. Yeah, it's cool. When's that first cruise? Sometime early-ish July? Mid-July? Yes. It's early-ish July, yeah. Yeah, I know they made a huge deal when it left port or left the factory and it took ownership and it started sailing over to the U.S. Yeah, actually, technically, ownership just changed hands last week. Right. Yeah, and they did, like, all kinds of little videos of it leaving the factory for them. Yeah. So well, That was very, I mean, I'm very excited. So, yeah. Because all yes. we've seen is, like, for the inside of the ship has been, you know, artist renderings. Artists. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. It's not been the actual ship. Right. That's the part I'm excited for seeing. Yeah. So we know what to expect. I know. Disneyland Paris is doing an annual pass park reservation wait list for APs. That if, if an AP cancels, then the next person on the list gets a notification that their park reservation is now valid. So it seems like they've been testing things over there, like the pay for rides and stuff. Right. So this would be a super cool thing, which also may help them with their lawsuit about about quote-unquote blackout dates. Yeah. You know, when people can't get a reservation. So that's cool. Right. Yeah. No, it is I, very cool. For that. I mean, they already do it for DVC, so it's not like some new thing. Right. So I'm just I'm, curious. I'm you know, that. yeah, I'm I'm interested. I'm interested to see how the lo- logistics works. Like, can you have the same the number of wait lists based on the number of reservations you're allowed to have? Type of thing. You know how, like DVC, you can only have two wait lists. For example, I'm curious. Yeah, I'm not going to get into the weeds about how this is going to work. No, I'm okay. I'm curious as far as the logistics. That's all. Well, if you don't have a reservation available, you're not going to get it. Right. So. Okay. I just was interested. They That's need all. to do this. They need to do these for ADRs too. Oh yeah. Because right now they're letting. Honestly, I mean, I love the 
the thing, but they're letting other websites make money on basically doing a wait list for ADRs. Yeah. You know? Yeah, Not exactly. that I think that it's something Disney could charge for, but it'd be cool if they did them. Yeah, but it, it, it wouldn't be that hard, I don't think. I don't think so. I mean, you get on the list for, you know, Victoria and Alberts or whatever. Yeah. And if somebody cancels, whoever the first person on the wait list is gets it. So Right. There's a free idea for you, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> free of charge. <laughs> yeah. There are summer special rates available for annual pass holders for most Walt Disney World resorts from July 8th through September 8th, and reservations open on June 21st. It didn't give a lot of information as far as rates. It just has special rates. Yeah, the only rate I saw was that apparently you'll be able to get a room at one of the All-Stars for $129 on right. some day. Like, right. That's why yeah. I said it didn't give a lot of information. <laughs> no, it didn't, but that's cool. Yeah. So, so. apparently... Mm-hmm. It's basically official that people don't go to Disney during the summer anymore. Apparently. You know. Because they're always doing these specials. They're always doing these special things during the summer. Yeah. And this is for pass holders, which means not only is there availability, but they're trying to get, at this point, basically last minute people who already live fairly local for most of them. Right. So I guess it's official. I guess it is. Uh, some DVC news, all 202 new resort studio rooms, which is the new rooms at Grand Floridian have now been added to the Disney vacation club reservation system. Cool. So you can officially start booking those. Right. That's pretty cool. Here's my unpopular opinion. I am so much less excited about those now that we've seen the rooms than when they made this announcement. Is that because it's the got the two beds and a not hate, real kit? Right. Because I hate rooms with two beds. It is. Yes. And now it does have a sofa. But oh, the sofa okay. does that, not face the TV. Is. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. The sofa's on the. I mean, I the understand sofa. they were limited because the rooms already exist. and Right. So I understand that. But. Right. I'm much and then, less excited about it now than I was. Yeah. And, and the little kitchenette is like the ones at. Um, the other resort, so it's not really a the kitchenette like right. the st deluxe studios have. It's more no, just no. It's a, a hotel room that you can pay for with DVC points, right? But the good thing is there will be lots of people who want to stay at Grand Floridian, and so that'll free up rooms. Yes, 
and yeah, I mean, it works out well. More, gets 200 more DVC points. Right. But it does work out well if you have, you know, four adults, three if adults. You have, if you yeah. have kids or whatever, I mean, that want their own bed. I mean, it, it all works out. Right. Just for us, I'm like super less excited about it than I was. Yes. I would agree. Yeah. Um, self-service drinks have returned to the DVC Epcot Lounge, which makes complete sense because for, was it been eight months, you've been able to go to Club Cool and serve yourself? Yes, I know. And you can serve yourself at least at Connections Cafe, because we just did that. Right. So, interesting it took them that long for that. I know, it is kind of surprising. Yeah. Disney Wish will embark on its second sailing on July 19th with a, (laughs) gotta be careful here. Yeah. With a shipload of Disney Vacation Club members. Uh, As thanks for participating in the cruise, DVC is going to offer additional saving for add-on points purchases. (laughs) Uh, For an add-on of 150 vacation points, members of the cruise... Members on the cruise will save an additional $500. Uh, for add-ons of 200 more points, savings increases to 1000 Did they say anywhere that's for all add-ons or specific resort or resorts? I believe it's for all add-ons. Hmm. Okay. I mean, it's they're not that different anymore. I mean, Christ, Saratoga's 200 bucks a point now. Which is crazy. So, I mean, it's not, but... Well, no, but... It is compared to what we paid just a few years ago. Right. Because it used to be, oh, 200... Oh, that's... Quickly approaching. Yeah. It's a 50% increase anyway. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And you've got got a captive captive audience there. That's the whole thing. I've heard people (laughs) who used to be... DVC guides that said mm-hmm. they loved being on the cruise because you've got four days to of a captive audience to get people to add on. Right. So, and it's kind of funny that it's funny to me that they keep raising prices and then giving these different incentives. Right. If yeah. If so, you're, you know, if never mind. I mean, I get it. Right. If you, you know, it's like if you say this is worth five million dollars, but we'll sell it to you for a hundred bucks. People will buy it all day. If you just charge a hundred bucks, they don't want it. Right. So I get it. Very yep. cynical. But no, I... I, I guess it's because of our topic. I'm like very cynical today, but anyway. <laughs> so is that a pet peeve? <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Apparently it is. I don't know. My thinking is just tell me how much how much is it going to cost? Just give me that number. Apparently $110,000. <laughs> This this adventures by Disney thing 
Yeah. Where they fly you around the world so you can do all the parks. Yeah. For just $109,000. Oh, is that all? Oh, come on. Plus. Plus, plus. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a private jet. Which would be cool. I guess. Yeah. It's a private plane. I don't think it's a private jet. Well, they call it a private jet. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. 24 days, 68 meals, 31 sites. Okay. Six countries that includes all 12 uniquely magical Disney theme parks worldwide and three iconic landmarks. Um, God, this thing sucks. It keeps refreshing, so everything keeps moving. The Taj Mahal, the Pyramids of Giza, and Eiffel Tower. So, basically half a sword in real life. (laughs) Throughout the trip, you'll stay in world-class accommodations, including the rare opportunity to be a guest at Summit Skywalker Ranch. That's that's worth $100,000. That's cool. Yeah. You'll travel in, a, in luxury on a VIP-configured Boeing 757 operated by Iceland, Iceland Air with long-range capabilities that allows for direct flights to maximize your time in each destination. Personal access to experts and staff who provide fun, fact-filled stories enabling you to be immersed in every location you visit. Booking starts Monday. For previous adventure by yeah, the twentieth for previous adventure by Disney guests who have traveled three or more adventures. On the twenty second, all previous adventure by Disney guests. The twenty fourth, Golden Oak members, and the twenty eighth, the general public. Trip price starting from one hundred nine thousand nine hundred and ninety five dollars. Because why make it one hundred and ten? Okay, but that's the starting price? Wow. Yeah, I'm sure it has to do with, you know, drinks and Lucasfilm Cap- Campus Tour, Tokyo Disney Sea Experience with Disney Imagineering. You go to Walt Disney Studios. Uh, you stay at Disney's California, Grand Californian, Summit Skywalker Ranch, Tokyo Disneyland Hotel, Shanghai Disneyland Hotel. Hong Kong Disneyland Hotel, uh, Shanghai Disneyland Hotel, Hong Kong Disneyland Hotel. Aren't two of those closed currently? Uh, they're just reopening. Okay. The Oberoi Amarvillas in Agra. So that's your Taj Mahal. Right. Marriott Mina House in Cairo, Disney's Hotel New York, The Art of Marvel. And then Grand Floridian. Oh. Okay. Minimum age is 12 years old. They suggest 14 plus for your $110,000. 23 breakfasts, 22 lunches, 23 dinners. So one day you got to go. One day you don't get lunch. (laughs) Actually, actually, I'm going to guess like you get there the first day for dinner. You leave the first day after breakfast. Probably. Yeah. So I would assume that that includes like VIP tours of the parks and all this other stuff. 
Oh, I'm sure. I mean, it'd have to. Wow. Trip prices starting from child one hundred nine nine ninety five, adult one hundred nine nine ninety five. So no discount for kids. Oh, there's still the same body and generally the same amount of food. Yeah, I assume so. So July 9th through August 1st is 109. Okay. That is double occupancy pricing shown. Single starts at 10,995 additional. So oh. if you if you're traveling by yourself it's an extra $11,000. Wow. Those are those are two basically 120. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. That's some serious stuff there. That is. It's crazy. It is crazy. But if that you just sells go... That shit sells out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Enough of that. <laughs> we could dream, right? <laughs> we could dream. I mean, yeah, we could dream. Yep. No, for 200 Okay, and remember, you haven't bought a souvenir. Right. Or probably had one drink. Correct. Because it's Disney. Correct. There is no way you get out of there for two people for under a quarter of a million dollars. You're probably right. I mean, you're looking at 220 plus tax plus gratuity plus holy cow how do you tip for that <laughs> right so you've got you've got three abd vip guests right right i mean do you tip 20 percent? no idea I mean, these people are going to make, if it, if two people sign up and you tip 20%, they're going to make 40 grand in three yeah. weeks. Yeah. Wow. I mean, but there's, there's a, there's a clientele that they're, they're reaching for. And obviously they think they're going to get it. I feel like we need to figure out how to do this for the very first one, because how cool would it be to spend 24 days with John Stamos and Neil Patrick Harris? (laughs) Because I feel like those are the first two people. Probably. Right? Like Probably. Well, yeah, because I missed Neil Patrick Harris last year. I missed him by like 30 seconds. Okay. At Animal Kingdom. Ah. Coming off of Everest. Yeah. There's a lot of things that Disney does, and I'm like, one day, this is not. This is not a one day? Oh, it's three and a half weeks. I know. What happens if you get put on there with A bunch of (laughs) a-holes. Like, 
just one, just one guy that you're like, I know. I can't, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That would kind of suck. And you're with him like basically 24 seven for three and a half weeks. You would kill yourself. Yeah. You would, that would be miserable. And Oh, by the way, you've spent enough money to, you know, you spent right. a half a million dollars or whatever for this trip. Right. That would really suck. Yeah. Although, again, it might be worth $110,000 just to spend the night at Skywreck, Skywalker Ranch. <laughs> just saying. Okay. All right. Pet peeves. Okay. One is Disney coming up with $100,000 <laughs> trips. That's a new one. That's a new one. Coming up with these ridiculous trips. But you know what? People thought, people thought that when they came up with the, with the Star Cruiser. Okay. So before we start on pet peeves, then, let's talk about the Star Cruiser. Right. Because... I read an article, and I don't remember where I read it, that Disney is troubled by the response to the Star Cruiser, allegedly. And so they're doing focus groups, but (laughs) they sent, so they sent out like an invitation to be in a focus group to people who had stayed at the uh galactic star cruiser okay but they did it on disneyland <laughs> letterhead because well i mean bob chapik chapik got up there and called disney world the happiest place on earth so right i'm not sure they know the difference between the u.s parks anymore but apparently yeah, but i don't know i I don't know. So I don't know if they're trying to decide if they should do one at Disneyland or if they really are unhappy with it. I don't know. So, yeah. Anyway. Okay. So, uh, pet peeves. All right. Pet peeves. Pet peeves. What's, what's your number one pet peeve? Mine. My first one is Picking out a great spot to watch fireworks. The perfect spot right on Main Street. And then people, really tall people, walk right in front of you. And then take and stand right there. And you've been standing there for like a half hour. Waiting. And three minutes before the fireworks start, they come and step right in front of you. And then put their kid on their shoulders. Yes. And by the way, that goes for parades too. Like when you're sitting basically on the curb waiting for a parade, which we don't do anymore, but right. we have stood on there, mm-hmm. you know, and then they come up and get in front of you knowing that when the parade starts coming, the cast members are going to ask everybody to take a step back. And so they'll still be in the front row. Right. Urgh. Yeah. 
mine, this one really drives me crazy. And it's kind of multiple aspects, but flash photography and the dark rides. Yes. Like, I'm going to guess this isn't a spoiler. I don't know. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Like the instruments in Madame Leota's seance room in Haunted Mansion. Yeah. Are hanging from strings. What? I know. No way. And if you take a flash picture in that room, you're going to see that they're hanging from strings. It's going to ruin it. The magic is gone. I know. <laughs> no, I don't understand if you that. It that bad, I, yeah. I, I don't get it. First of all, it's super annoying because it's really dark and all of a sudden there's this bright flash of light. Right. You know, which also goes for, because this just killed me the last time we went on, or maybe not the last time, but one of the most recent times we went on Haunted Mansion, there were the cheerleader competitions in the park or at the park. Right. So we got on Haunted Mansion in front of like, 20 you know, teenage cheerleaders that mm-hmm. all were on their phone, probably texting the people in the next cart. Right. During the ride. So, like, when you're going through, again, the seance room, mm-hmm. like, all you could see were all their phones lit up super bright. Yep. And it's just annoying. Anyway. Yes. Well, it and also in conjunction with that, with the flash photography, people that go to video and don't realize that the, well, they realize it, but the, the flash is on the camera. Oh, so yeah. it just stayed. That was on the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes. That lady had the, the light on her phone the whole ride. Right. Yeah. It was super I bright. mean, Like I had spots in my eyes by the time we got off that ride. Yeah, and I mean, you can realize it. You can see that it lightens it up. It's very obvious that the flash is on, that the, that the light is on for the camera. And also, like, this would never dawn on me to bring my iPad into the park. <laughs> All right. I mean, I guess if you're like, one of the super bloggers who come to Disney and then sit in a restaurant and write an article or whatever. Yeah. Um, which I, I wouldn't do either. I'd maybe take notes and then write the article once I got home, but people do it. Yeah. But you would take a voice memo. People, people that are trying to video fireworks or take pictures or video of whatever with a tablet. Like, so you're trying to watch the fireworks and now they've got either their kid on their shoulders or their whole iPod, iPad sticking up in the air so they can video the fireworks. It's not going to be as good a video as what's already on YouTube by people who know what they're doing with it. And by the way, um, the camera on the iPad is not as good as the camera on your iPhone. I was just going to say that. Like the quality of anywhere, it, like no, nothing close to it. Nowhere near. 
Right. And they have not really changed that camera in a long time. Like no. it's iPhone 7, Tony Ann, iPhone <laughs> 7 quality camera. Not even. Like it may be iPhone I, like. I, I think it was like S. six. Yeah. I think it was like five and five or six camera. Yeah, yeah. It is not. I mean, it's fine for like, you know, FaceTime and Zoom, but it is not for taking good pictures. Not for high quality pictures. No. And then you hold it up and block everybody's view of the fireworks. Yeah. It's just, I I don't understand. Yeah. I have it. lots of problems with the way people take pictures of the parks. Yeah. <laughs> like, I got a bunch of problems with you people. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So what, so what's another one of the, uh, of just people taking pictures in the park, how they take them? Just send them all. I know. Well, but there's, I think there's others. Or they stand there and they do the selfie thing all the time. Like they'll stop in like the worst spot, you know? Well, that's okay. So that's a whole different issue. Okay. So walking in the crowds, Mm -hmm. people do not know how to walk in a crowd of people. Like, first of all, if you've got to stop and look at the map, tie your shoe, whatever. Right. Don't do it dead center of the walkway. Right. Like, pull over to the side, you know, like in your car. Like, I don't know. I may be making assumptions. <laughs> I don't I don't think that people driving on the interstate go, oh, crap, I need to check the D- GPS and, like, stop in the middle of the interstate. I right. If they pull off to the side or off the interstate altogether. Right. Like, same thing. There are thousands, tens of thousands of people on the same sidewalk you're on if you're at Magic Kingdom. And so then you stop right in the middle. Yep. Drives me nuts. Insane. And by the way, it's you you find out it is way worse than you even think it is when you're walking when you're on a scooter because people will step in front of you and then stop. <laughs> it's true. When we got off Guardians with Judy and Ken and Kurt and uh-huh. last week. Yep. Yep. Uh, so Judy stopped and put her poncho on. Mm-hmm. And a guy literally walked into the side of her scooter and then looked at her like she had done something. She was stopped. Yeah. And he literally walked into the side of her scooter. Yeah. And then and then actually got annoyed at her. Yeah. Who was not moving. Right. And was and not in the middle of the walkway. No, she, she had pulled off to the side. Yep. Because she understands how you're supposed now, to do that. I, I think this guy... Had, just from the four-tenths of a second interaction we had, I'm pretty sure he had been all the way around the world at least once. Oh, okay. But, But yeah. still, yeah. Yeah, literally walked right into the side of her scooter. Yep. So, it was weird. Yeah. Um, also, um, people who feel like they have to walk with six or eight people across. Right. You know. Well, so first we, of all, we walk with six or eight or ten or 
12 people. Yeah, but we're there. like, we're and like two people wide. Yeah. Two, maybe three. I mean, everybody kind of pairs up when you're walking yeah. around anyway. Right. Yeah. But they go, the they're like the whole street wide. Yeah. And I don't, well, first of all, none of them can be talking to each other because they're eight people, eight to 10 people wide. Right. And that's why we all kind of pair up. Right. But there's no way the people on the ends are talking to each other or even communicating in any way with each other. So right. how do you know where you're going? Right. And you're blocking everybody else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And they're always the slowest people walking. The, yeah. <laughs> people that let their, quote, older children push the stroller. With the younger children in it. The older children who are like six and can't see over the top of the scooter. Exactly. That's why I said, the, that's why I kind of did the, you know, you could tell I was doing the quotes around it. Yeah. The older kids pushing the two-year-old who can't right. see and is just running into people. Right. Or doing a zigzag all around, which is even worse. Yeah. Just walk, just go in a straight line and let the, let the person who can actually see push the stroller. You, you got to realize you're, it's just consideration. Exactly. You know, and danger. I mean. I, yeah. It's very hard to go to Disney without getting run over by a scooter or a stroller anymore. Right. right. And on, in, on Main Street and in the hub, you have the, um, the railroad things, you know, the railroad line. Yeah trolley the trolley things which could stuff could get stuck in and tip you know tip a stroller over easily if you're not watching what you're doing you know that's that's dangerous as well Mm -hmm. people okay so you're standing in line and there's a person or two in front of you you're you know in line and then all of a sudden you get close to the front and five or six other people come up and join the person in front of you. Yeah. Like, I feel like if less than half of the group is in the line, that maybe you should pause and wait for the rest of your party to catch up. Not yes. have one person go and wait in line and then five or ten other people meet them. Yes. That's just. Yeah. Yeah. So frustrating. Um, The one that's killing me, and it happened to us at Guardians the other day, is when people come up to the tap styles for their virtual queue or their lightning lane. Mm -hmm. And the cast member. The thing turns blue and the cast member looks and goes, uh, your return time is in five hours. Right. And then they, or they're 10 minutes early, whatever. Right. Right. And they just stand there blocking all of them mm-hmm. so that the rest of the people whose actual return time it is can't get to it. Right. Kills me. Yes. Kills me. Step aside. Mm-hmm. You can't get in yet, and you standing there is not likely to make the cast member go, oh, okay, go ahead. Right. You know, 
Yeah, like <laughs> exactly. Or the people who don't even have a return time. Like mm. that happened uh, when we were on Pirates like a month ago. Yeah. The lady like literally jumped in front of us mm-hmm. as we were trying to get up to the tap styles. And then it took five minutes for him to explain to her that she doesn't even have a return time for pirates today. Right. You know. I I I, I don't Again, get it. It's all of these just come down to basic consideration. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you know, Pete Werner says this all the time. I know you spent a ton of money to come to Disney. Right. As did every single other person at Disney today. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. Yep. I ha- I have one more. Okay. People who litter when there's a trash can 20 feet away from you. Yeah, like, I don't remember what the number is. It's like 11 steps or whatever. It's how long, allegedly, how long it takes somebody to eat a hot dog, right? Right, right. Or that far apart. Right. You know. Now, I know we're not talking about Joey Chestnut eating a hot dog, but, no. like, there's still like a normal per Like a normal person. It, it's not that hard. And And, by the way, twice in the last month, I've stepped in gum at Disney. Really? Which, you know, the whole thing, we don't sell gum because it's going to end up on the ground. And, you know, people are just throwing their gum on the ground. Yeah, Travis and I both got it over by the Tangled Restrooms on Small World Day, which, by the way, was a month ago today, right? Yes. Yeah. Happy month anniversary, Travis. Yes. Happy month anniversary. Yeah. Wow. But stepped in gum. And I just don't, I don't get it. And by the way, it does not come off Crocs easily. No. It does not. No. But I mean, there's a trash can literally around the, uh, 20 feet away. Everywhere. I'm not much more than that anywhere. Maybe if you're in a queue, but. Yeah, but. I just, it breaks my heart. Yeah. So, but pet peeves. We could go, we could go on, but you know, it's. Yeah. Yeah. 30 feet. 30 feet? It matters. Yeah. Okay. But barely the official number there every 30 feet. But still, really, if, if you can't hold on to your. You know, yeah. empty wrapper for 30 feet, really? Yeah, I know. Thanks. Well, and, and then the, the the one just pet peeve that I have all the time is don't be rude to cast members. Yeah, right. I mean, they're doing a job just like you do a job. And you know what? That'll lead us to the so we don't end on a negative. Mm-hmm. Without getting in depth, but last Thursday night. Yes. 
we went over and watched the fireworks on uh, one of those pontoon boat cruises with mm-hmm. our very dear, dear friends. Dear, dear friends. From the Disney Crush podcast. Mm-hmm. And our cast member, Captain My- Skipper. Skipper. <laughs> yeah. Mackenzie was awesome. She was outstanding. I mean, she like had as good a time as all the rest of us, I think. I think she did. So she was amazing. Yeah. Incredible personality. She had fun. She enjoyed it as much as we did, I think. I think. If not, she was a great actress. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, By the way, there's another pet peeve of mine. Okay. So while we were headed back from the fireworks, like on the boat itself, mm-hmm. I went on the app to do a cast member compliment. Yes. They will not let you put in notes. You have to pick one of their stock reasons. You know. Right. Made it even more magical for us or whatever they were. Like, I want to be able to put like great personality went out of her way to learn all of our names and made it fun. And, you know, right. Like, no, you have to pick one of their stock answers. Yeah. At least now you can put the name in. Remember before yeah. it was just like, Oh, housekeeping at old Key West was great. Yeah. It's like, wait a minute. You can't you give know? all of them the cup, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, but at least you can now put in a name and hometown. So that's, that's an improvement. Yes, it is. One more step so we can actually put it in. Yes. And honestly, uh, if it's too much work, can we just go back to what's the Twitter sending him a tweet? Yeah. It was at a Twitter or you could send him an email. You could, but it was like super easy just to tag him in a tweet. Yeah. You know, plus they got all kinds of. You know, all kinds of people that found out that whoever, Mackenzie, Brad, whoever was great. Right. So Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I got. That's all I got, too. So there's our ended on a positive. Thank you yes. again, Mackenzie. Mackenzie, you are amazing. Thank you. Yeah. And we've had a lot of good ones. Nate and Trey. Mm-hmm. And, yep. Um, yeah. A lot of great ones. Yes, we have. Recently, yes. And you know what? That's one of those things because a few months ago when everybody was super short-handed, you know, you could tell they were tired and they were stressed. And and, uh, the cast member interactions have seemed to be better the last couple months. Mm -hmm. So things are getting back to normal over there. I believe so. Yay. Yay. Yeah, so that's going to do it, I think. I Unless think you so. got anything else. Mm, nope. Okay. On a different note, uh-huh. I do have Mackenzie's uh, Leeds email address, so I'm going to email her. Okay, good. So. Okay. Well, that is going to do it for this week. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Sticking with us through another episode. 
In Facebook, we are the Mickey File Improvement District. On Instagram, at Mickey File underscore podcast. We usually announce the podcast release and we do like, you know, live videos and pictures and stuff on Instagram when we're in the parks. Yep. Uh, podcast is available wherever you can find podcasts. Um, if you like what you hear, please rate, review, subscribe, thumbs up, ring the bell, whatever it is on your podcatcher. Uh, and tell your friends, family, strangers on the street, whatever <laughs> about us. Thanks again, everybody, for listening. And we'll be back next week. Bye. Good night, everybody. Thank you. Thank you.